Radio hosts got our voices confused. Their listeners were amused. My name is Claudia. And I'm B. Would you like to join us for tea? <laughs> Yay! Hi! Okay. Hello! Welcome to episode two of Tea with Claudia and B. And I'm literally drinking tea. Which is so fun. You're so authentic. I'm only drinking water. <laughs> well, it's really late here for me, so. Oh, you need a little extra, huh? Mm-hmm. That's understandable. A little pep in my step. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> even though we're sitting down, but it's okay. <laughs> Details. They don't need to know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, we are walking, walking while we record, which would be a complete disaster. Walking and podcasts. It's a new thing. Join us. I know. Us. It is. It is. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So... We're crazy enough we came back for a second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So for those of you listening, we hope that you got a kick out of the story of how we met because we think it's hilarious. And mm-hmm. um, we need to get, like, somehow I wish we could get, like, a, like, play some of those um what the voicemails we left, you know, like oh, how that'd funny. Be so funny. I know, but we're so like audio and tech deficient. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> they ah. can send them to us and we'd be like, what do we do? <laughs> uh, how do we get this on here? I know, but uh. it would be hilarious. So, um, anyway, but we just figured that we would use this podcast to talk about our favorite things. Yeah. We did a little introduction last time. And so this time, we're just going to dive more into us and talking mm. about us. Yeah. Because yeah. what else are you here for? Obviously, <laughs> it's for us. <laughs> but uh, this, we figured, like, we actually originally were like, oh, we can, like, talk about, we can first talk about Pride and Prejudice and that book and, you know, yeah. which movie we prefer, which, of course, we want to, but we figured, let's just do a more broader, like, yeah overlay and then that way you know when you guys are listening you can be like I don't know I kind of think it's smart to follow like you know what you guys want us to talk about more so even though of course we will talk about what we want to talk about but we just figured we would do an overlay and then you know see how it goes (laughs) yeah we're just testing the waters you know you know how that is exactly exactly yeah and, I mean, it's also nice, like, if they're going to be listening, if it's just going to be the two of us on here, we might as well kind of, like, set a nice little introduction about exactly, us. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, to take a note from Maria, these are a few of our favorite things. See what I did there? <laughs> How do you solve a problem like her? You know what I'm saying? I know. How do you? <laughs> I guess you just have to go into a gorgeous place with, you know, hills and yeah. skip around and... You and know. then become the second wife of a baron <laughs> and adopt seven children. <laughs> and have a guitar. Oh, that's my problem. That's why it hasn't happened for me yet. It's okay. It's fine. So to start oh, off, let's just God. talk about. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, exactly. musicals are a favorite. <laughs> exactly. Do you have a sure. favorite musical? Oh, that's so hard because. I know. Like, I don't know. It's. Your people are gonna roll their eyes when I tell them what like my favorite favorite is because what? it's so like mainstream. Okay. 
It's very basic, as the, you would say, as the kids would say. Um, lame is. Lame is. Oh, good choice. I know. And the reason is, is because, like, that was the first musical, like, singing as with my family. You know, like, we were in, mm-hmm. when I lived in Germany, like, we always were just, like, singing it. We knew every word. And um, and then I like the message it sends. Um, and also, like, the lessons that are in there, um, like, with... Jean Valjean and Javert, I think that's, like, a really, like, you know, that friendship, well, Mm -hmm. not friendship, they're not even friends, what am I talking about? Like, that, that relationship was really interesting to me. Yeah, super powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the whole Fontaine story um, is really heartbreaking, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just, just a lot of things about it. And then I also love Miss Saigon. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Which, like, uh, they're both they're both super similar in way. Like, yeah, people, similar themes, for sure. Yeah, and people are, like, when they would, like, when I would be, like, blasting Miss Saigon or whatever and singing it, um, mm-hmm. they would they would say, oh, this reminds me of Les Mis. But honestly, I think it's because Lea, uh, Lea Salonga is in the original cast, and that's the one I always listen to is the original cast of Miss Saigon. She is magical. She I is. love her. She's astounding. And it's funny, I actually know a girl that her ex-husband is related to Leah Salonga. So Ooh. Okay. I know. Okay. Pretty crazy. It's like I know. Six degrees of Kesman Bacon. I know. I, like it. I know, exactly. So <laughs> uh but Miss Saigon is so great and um again saying I love the music. I love like everything. Like my Really good friend has been in several productions of it, and so I went and saw him in it. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's Asian, so he's been in Miss Saigon like a lot. <laughs> that is his show. <laughs> so anyway, and he was great, and I loved it. And then I met, yeah, and then that's where I met the girl that played Kim. She and I like mm-hmm. became like phone buddies for a long time, and so that's cool. yeah, and so then. Here I am, like, picking up friends all over the place. I guess that's, like, what you and I do, you know? <laughs> that's the best way to live, you know? Just get the people. Uh, exactly. And so then I just – so it's, like, definitely a tie between Miss Saigon and Les Mis. I don't listen to Les Mis. Like, it's not, like, uh-huh. a anymore I used to. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I might, like, pull up, like, a recording of it or whatever because um, my favorite recording of it is, like, the – perfect cast I think it's like from the 80s the 20 is it the 25th uh, anniversary yeah. of it yeah oh, with, and that one with, has Leia Salonga as Eponine yeah that's oh. the one yeah mm-hmm. I mean that's the best cast that's the best cast yeah. with like Philip and it has Lost the original and, Jean Valjean in it and he's yes Cole so Wilkinson. good Cole Wilkinson oh. I love him I love, love him. it too. That Fontina is really good too. And then yes. you even have Judy Kuhn as Cosette, which she's great. Oh yeah. I forgot about her. I met I've I've met her. She's wonderful. Did you? She came to oh. my college. Yeah, she came to my college. She's great. Um I will say that I felt bad because her makeup like needs to be redone in that, but it's okay. Oh yeah, and that production. <laughs> No. Like we just ha- we were so you know taken by her voice. Who cares about her face? <laughs> I know exactly. But what about you? Do you have a favorite musical? Well, okay, next to yours, mine sound totally lame. But like, I have to say, my favorite musical is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! 
I love that musical. Stop. Oh, it's so good. Frankincense. I can't. I can't. I can't. I know. I love that. My favorite is Gideon. I'm obsessed with Gideon. Oh, he's so cute. I want to, if I, I want to name my first son Gideon. I know. I love that name. I love that name. I love that name. Um, Okay. And you know how the brother Benjamin, the redhead, Uh who's uh super hot in the movie, Mm -hmm. he's like Mm -hmm. totally Mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I found out that he actually, I don't remember his name because, you know, that's not important, but... um, (laughs) He was actually, that was his first movie. That was his debut movie. He was oh, cool. actually a famous baseball player back in Whoa. the 1930s or 40s, whenever they filmed the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why in the movie, if you watch, he's never one of the main dancers. He's always in the very back or they have him like sit oh. out and like the rest of the brothers are dancing okay. because he couldn't dance and he couldn't sing. He was just like a famous person that was kind of like a headliner to be like, hey, in his mm-hmm. debut role, seven brides with seven brothers. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah. is so freaking hot and I, oh, oh I love I it. Love, I love that musical. I want to do it so bad. Like That oh. would be a fun one. A lot of people just don't yeah. do it, you know, like. Um, there's mm-hmm. a theater, a community theater in Texas that did it, and I just, I couldn't, like, make it work with auditioning and stuff, because it wasn't, like, yeah. I'm not trying to sound like a hoity-toit, but it wasn't paid, oh so gosh. it was just hard. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just hard for me to, like, I don't know, and I lived, like, in Oklahoma at the time, but I was still doing okay. theater in Texas, like, I would go back and forth. Um, mm, okay. So anyway, but I wanted so to So it kind of had to be worth your while. Like, exactly. So, but yeah. that was like literally the only time I've ever seen a theater do it. Like in all my, you know, years, I'm so yeah. old. So Ugh. I would love to do that show. But I love that show. I no, that that's too. not lame. That's uh, definitely like one of my favorites. Like, ugh. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, I have to say, it is really hard for me, if we're doing this favorite things here, it's really hard for me to pick a favorite because it really depends on the mood I'm in. And I have tons of favorites for things. So, I mean, that definitely falls. So, uh, basically, huge disclaimer. Anything I say is my favorite tonight. I might later be like, that's (laughs) not my favorite. This is. I know. I know. Right? I know. But I kind of get get a little burnt out on, like, listening to musicals sometimes because, like, being surrounded by theater people all the time sometimes, (laughs) it gets, like, old. Like, I don't want to go to, like, every, like, after we go, after a show, we go to Chili's. And they're like, okay, so, like, what's your dream role? And I'm like, mm, I just want to get paid to perform, like, so I don't really have a dream role, but thanks. Mm. Like, I don't really want to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's change I mean, the subject. Like, what's going on? How is, your, how is your life? Like, what is going on in your life, like, besides yeah. sh- musicals? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. No, that makes sense. Do you feel and that think- way with, like, theater people, too? Yeah, because I I think in a way, like, sometimes, I think that's the artist's, like, downfall is that it's always, like, going towards the ultimate something, you know, Uh instead of being, like, like you just said, like, I just, I want to, I want this to be my job. I want to be able to, like, do that Mm -hmm. and have, like, make a living with it. So that's what you want out of it, even if Mm -hmm. it means you get a role that's not, like, super exciting or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that that's uh, a lot I have conversations like that with my artist friends a lot where it's like this next thing, the next song I write, the next like piece of art I make or whatever. And it's like, but I mean, like, are you enjoying it right now? (laughs) I know. Well, the thing is is that what a lot of performers don't understand is that it's a journey and that it's not like, it's not all or nothing all the time. So like, like I might, like you might have success when you're in your forties, like, you know, great success. Or you might have success when you're in your 20s and then not a lot of, like, I don't know. It just depends on your definition of success. Like, 
because, yeah, you know, I mean, some people are like, oh, Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. Some people are like, oh, I want to be in movies. Yeah. For me, I just, I'm not picky. Like, I just want to perform. That's it, you know, yeah. and it doesn't really matter what I'm doing just as long as I'm consistently performing and sharing my love for theater and my love for music and you know I mean that's just how I view it oh yeah that makes sense I also think that sometimes the supporting roles are a lot more enjoyable than the main roles Mm -hmm. you know oh yeah and like you might not get like the renowned of like oh yeah I'm the lead or whatever like Mm -hmm. that but you you can kind of be more creative with Mm -hmm. the supporting roles and then Mm -hmm. You're in and out and all these things. It's just fun. I've always yeah. really enjoyed that. And you that, get a so. ton of, like, breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which who doesn't love that? I know, right? Well, I'm so excited. So, like, I'm in a production of The Odd Couple, and I'm one of the uh, – obviously, because I'm a – it's the all-boy version, so I'm, like, uh, one of the sisters, Pigeon sisters. Okay. But we don't come mm-hmm. in until Act 2, which is so fun. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, like, so excited. I'm, like, oh, yay. I like, don't have to, like, you know, rush to get ready. <laughs> Yeah, no, that is nice. The life of luxury. I know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, I know I get kind of like burned out with sometimes. I love like you yeah. know theater people, but sometimes it's like oh my god, like yeah. Uh, because for well, me, like performance, it doesn't even have to be like yes, of course, I always want to. I love doing like shows and doing that, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like I can be fully content like going to ballet class and performing there you know doing like little bit things performing Mm -hmm. here and there like at church or like you know what I'm saying like it doesn't have to be like a full-on production all the time as long as I'm just continuing to work on my stuff myself you know I think that's a really good mentality to have for a performer actually because Mm -hmm. it doesn't put such pressure on like a really big deal it's Mm -hmm. kind of You're just getting through it. Exactly. So, exactly. I like that. Yeah. 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 So, fun. good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Other favorite things. Yeah. So, Jane Austen. So, how did you get into Jane Austen? Like, what was your like starting? Like, was it your mom? Was it what? Um, so my family was always, my dad was really big on the classics for us. So he would always, um, he would read to us a lot when we were younger. And oh my God, I, my dad too. Oh, it's the best. It's some yeah. of my favorite memories actually. Cause I remember being quite young and listening to my dad reading stuff like Sherlock Holmes to us. And, and I'm mm-hmm. talking young, like I was like three or four and mm-hmm. I knew that you, like when dad was reading, we had to like sit quietly and, um, he had, if we ever didn't know what was happening in the book or we didn't understand a word, then we'd have to like raise our hand and ask and he would like talk to us about it. Oh, so how fun. That's so It cool. was really fun. And I actually really, really appreciate that because I remember being so young and like remembering the story and understanding what was going on, even if I didn't understand all the details to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Um, I think that that really was good for all of my siblings in learning, but also it was like a nice bond and it totally just made me really love the classics. So Mm -hmm. we were always reading different things for that, but because I've said before in the last episode that I have um, four older brothers and so there wasn't a lot of Jane Austen that was getting read. (laughs) Um, But when I was like 10 or so, I was staying with some cousins I was staying at my my great uncle 
at his house, and he has some daughters that are technically my second cousins, but I just call them my my cousins, and they um, were in like their twenties and their thirties, and they loved Jane Austen and Anna Green Gables and all this stuff. And they like oh, made I a reference Anne. to Anna Green Gables one time, like a joke. And I was like, oh, that's Anne. I love Anne. Cause my mom and I would always watch Anne and they're like, oh, he's like Anne. And so they started introducing me to all of the classic BBC shows. Oh, I love that. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So from there it was just love and infatuation to mm-hmm. all of Jane Austen mm-hmm. and all of the, all of the love romance novels. Yes, so. I know. And me, it was the, I love the mini series with Megan Follows and like. Oh, she's so flawless. Mm-hmm. And it's her. so interesting. I remember like thinking, cause I can hear his voice in the, you know, like uh, in the like commercial of that, of that mini series being like, yeah. and Megan Follows as Anne. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking like, me- like, why is her name Megan instead of Megan? I don't know. Megan. I know. I thought that too as a girl. I was like, mom, Megan's a funny name. <laughs> why is I her know. name that? But you never know. I have to ask her mom, I guess. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, that was funny. I know I love that series so much and um, would watch that all the time for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. When, when did you become infatuated with Jane? Well, so my dad would read to us too. Like, he read to us, like, the Chronicles of Narnia, The Hobbit, mm. yes. um, mm-hmm, all of that. He read all of that to us. And he had, like, so my dad is a little, like, OCD. (laughs) So he had, like, a formula with all of us kids about, like, how we would read. I don't even know. Like, he'd be like, okay, now, so we just did all Chronicles Narnia, but now I'm going to read them to you in chronological order. (laughs) Oh. I know. So, which was fun. But he would do it, like, I don't know how he would, how he had it in his head, like, where it would be, like, different for each kid. I don't know. You know, it's like, my dad is, like, amazing and wonderful and hilarious but he is a little strange because of his like formations you know he's a military guy so it's like yeah like he still writes us letters and like he has like a formation of how he does it and like everything yeah he Um, writes you letters that's so sweet yeah he does yeah to all of us he writes all of us letters and postcards and like things and yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I love it. I have, like, a box in one of my closets with my dad, like, letters that I keep. So, Aww, yeah. He's sad. pretty great. He's, like, very old-fashioned. Like, the other day, um, I saw him, like, for a little bit for Thanksgiving break, and <laughs> I was, like, he came home from work, and he was wearing this, like, Sherlock Holmes-type hat with, like, his, like, <laughs> suit from work and, like, his... Um, he had, like, a cardigan, like, kind of, like, um, vest on, you know, and had, like, a mm-hmm. briefcase. And I was like, oh, Dad, you're so 1930s. And he was like, uh, try 1906. <laughs> Get it right if you're going to reference some kind of era. <laughs> That's funny. I know. It's really hilarious. He is pretty funny. Um Okay, so then after that, um, so we always read growing up, and then my mom, I just remember um, watching the miniseries, uh, the 19, is it 95 or 7? I don't know. I think it's 5. We'll see. I'm sure the first for people. Jane Austen? For Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I didn't even say oh, yes. what, sorry, I didn't even <laughs> say what it was. 
Which, which one like, are you referring can you, to? Can you read my mind, B? God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't all the way from Washington. <laughs> no, the uh, Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. Oh, so mm-hmm. great. Um, and, um, oh my gosh, people are like, because this is what happens in podcasts when you are talking about something. The person's talking about something they can't remember at the moment. Oh, oh yeah. Jennifer, and they're like Jennifer, screaming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer <laughs> Eel. Jennifer Eel. I remember it. Jennifer Eel. I love her. Okay. Um, did you – okay, side note. Did you see her like on her Instagram? Reading Jane Austen? Yes, Pride and Prejudice. Ah, I that was died. So cool. I know. I was dying. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, she is just like so wonderful, like the best Lizzie she ever. Is. She um, is. Perfect. So I remember – just watching that growing up and like, you know, being like, oh, that Mr. Darcy is super serious, you know, like mm-hmm. he's like kind of rude, you know, thinking that and, um, you know, just watching it and, and loving it. And then um, and then, of course, watching the Sense of Sensibility um, with um, Kate Winslet and Emma Thompson. That's such a good one. Such a great one. So then I didn't start reading Jane Austen until high school. Um, But I will say to this day, Jane Austen is one of the few authors that I will say it's better to watch the movie first. Mm. Okay, I I can see that. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. in certain ways, it just depends. If you are British and you understand and you know all about like the some, you know, the British whatever things. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the customs and, like, way yeah. of life and stuff. Yeah, and the okay. way that, like, the family system worked or whatever. Because yeah. I'm reading Persuasion, I'm rereading Persuasion right now, and some of the time I'm like, okay, wait a second, I have to, like, look some things up or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it is nice to watch the movie if the movie is well done. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get an idea of, like, what the character's you know, are and who, yeah. because sometimes when she writes, she'll say Miss Bennett, you know, after, right after she talks about Elizabeth, but then you sometimes get, but then she's, sometimes she's talking about a different Miss Bennett and you didn't yeah. realize it because there's five, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Five sisters. Yeah. Five sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wait a second. You know what I mean? So it kind of, yeah, it kind of. Yeah. I that makes s- sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in some, if, especially if you, I mean, also just depends though, because if you are very accustomed to that style of writing, then, and you haven't seen the movie, then read the book first, heck, you know, like it just yeah. depends. But that's one of the few, because I always say read the book first, but that's mm-hmm. one of the few where I'm like, well, it just depends on like where, what you want out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think, too, like, with the classic literature, it takes a little bit to get into the style of writing because it's so different than mm-hmm. how books are written now. Like, books are written mm-hmm. like a screenplay in the sense that they mm-hmm. describe it perfectly and they tell you exactly what they want you to see in your mind. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of um, vague description and there's a lot of um, commentary in Jane Austen where it'll talk about things, but then it won't really tell you what's happening along with it, which is fine, you know? But then in the movie, I think for your point you were making, it's good to, like, watch the movie and see what's happening. And then as mm-hmm. you're reading it, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. I'm, like, there with exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but it also is fun, too, because I remember having this experience when I read Sense of Sensibility for the first time, and I had only seen the Kate Winslet version. 
And Mm -hmm. then, girl, when I'm, like, getting so excited thinking about it because I remember (laughs) just the moment of when Willoughby comes back, like, and he's drunk, remember? Like, yes, I shot up straight in my bed and, like, almost screamed, like, gasped. I was like, oh! Like, I didn't know that for for years. I did not know that he came back to, like, Mm -hmm. explain himself while Marianne was, like, almost dead. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, oh. Sorry about the spoilers, everybody, but... (laughs) Oops. Y'all just have Um, to see. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still worth it. Um, It is. Yeah, no, there are so many little things like that that explain the characters more Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, it's really, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, well-rounded and, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. resolved, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like that. I know. So is Pride and Prejudice your favorite, Jane Austen? What's your fave? Actually, my favorite... (sighs) Okay, so... I like Northanger Abbey. <laughs> oh, I have not. I don't think I've actually read that book. Really? Ever. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, I like Catherine a lot. She's super, like, naive and, like, she's 17 and she's just, like, full of, like, she likes fantasy. She's, like, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of is, like, um, I would describe her, compare her to, um, you know, like, have you seen The Importance of Being Earnest? Yes. Okay, and, like, with Cecily, how she has those, like, she imagines, like, a knight coming and, like, rescuing her, her little daydreams. That is, like, Mm -hmm. Catherine in Northanger Abbey, like, 100%. But the cool thing about it is is that she um, imagines, like, all of these crazy things, and she, like, stays. And I honestly can't remember. I mean, such a bad, like, Jane Austen person right now, but I can't remember. (laughs) She stays at Northanger Abbey, which... Um, at an abbey and, um, which is, I think where Mr. Tilney lives. Oh God. I'm like, I feel bad. I'm I feel like sick to my stomach because I'm like, Oh God, am I saying something wrong? And then I don't want people to be like, um, actually like, no, no, no. Does she even know that book? (laughs) (laughs) But I just loved reading it because Jane Austen, the way she writes each book is matches the heroine so well. Yes. I don't That's know if you actually noticed it. So, like mm-hmm. in Emma, I when I read it, the language is actually pretty hard. Like I had to like, cause you know, look up a lot because and super mm-hmm. frilly. And, like, that's, you know, because Emma's well-educated. She's rich. She's super frilly. She's, like, you know. But then if you watch watch Pride and Prejudice, Pride and Prejudice is a little bit more modern, a little bit more. um, And that's sort of how Elizabeth is, more modern, more Mm -hmm. down-to-earth. Northanger Abbey is very, like, (laughs) 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 Like, very, like, uh, super, like, frilly of you know, I know I said that about yeah. Emma, but it's super, um, like animated, you mean? animated. Yeah. Animated, okay. uh, very like, um, you can tell that she's so naive and, um, but then Mr. Tilney is like such a flirt and I love him. Aww. And <laughs> cute. Okay. Well, I love a flirt, so I you, will read it. Yeah. You need to read it. It's super cute. I need to reread it as well. I've read it twice, but I need to reread it again, obviously. Anyway, but she has all of these. The moral of the story is she has all of these crazy imaginations. And then mm-hmm. they end up like, you know, she makes up this story about this, the Abbey and how it's like, was, you know, oh, there used to be a, I think she makes up a story about, oh, there used to be a lady who lived here that was tortured and like, you know, and it ends up not being true. Something like that. I don't, I don't, I can't remember the details. So please like Jane Austen people like don't 
kill me. I just like, <laughs> but I do remember Mr. Mr. Tilney gets mad at her for doing that because it's like you made up this crazy thing that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Like if you would have just like listened to me. Yeah. Anyway, so. Oh, I can't wait to read it now. I'm going to have to yeah. go pull it out of storage. <laughs> so <laughs> do but, it. <laughs> but what's your favorite Jane Austen? Um, I think, I think just for like the nostalgia, probably, um, Sense and Sensibility, mm-hmm. because that was one of the first ones I really loved. Yes. But I kind of relate more to Emma. I really uh-huh. love Emma a lot. I know. So. I do too. I love Emma. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a great one. Yeah. yeah. So I think mm-hmm. those are probably my top two. I mm-hmm. like either one. I'll take them. I'll take I them know. both. I know. I'll take Mr. Knightley. Or oh. Colonel, or Colonel Brandon. Colonel Brandon Fine. is my boo. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little scared of Colonel Brandon. It's a tiny bit because he. Compl- Are you? Well, because he complained about a rheumatism in his shoulder. Oh bee. yeah. <laughs> I like old men, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something that we like. I yeah, I'm more of a young. I like younger guys typically. Yes. I, I'm not. I don't say like no to older men, but I I don't know. I I guess because I'm just immature. <laughs> ah, you are not. You're just young at heart. So I um, vibe. I vibe with the youngins. <laughs> you know what though? There is something. There is something just endearing about a young man who doesn't fear rejection. I like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know. And it's kind of fun. You know, it's cute. like. Yeah, I had a guy tell me. Um, he was. He's 27, and. Um, I was like, I'm 30. And he goes, I kind of like that, actually. And I was like, oh. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that was fun. Okay, yeah. so wait, what's the biggest age gap you've ever experienced in dating? Gosh, I'm trying to think. Mm, I was interested when I was, I don't know, like, trying to think, so probably seven years younger than me okay and that was how weird. old were you I was like <laughs> I think I was yeah I was 28 and he was 21 and I felt really weird I felt a little like I don't know I, I was like you were a baby and I like it yeah <laughs> and I am here for it and so I was just but I felt bad because I was like oh my god he's so young and I don't know yeah that's funny. That is, a, I know. that's quite a substantial gap. I like that. What I, about you? What's your gap? The biggest gap? Well, <laughs> I think um, I know your answer. <laughs> it's a recent one. Um, so, okay. Well, the youngest gap, when I was 27, I had the hots for this 20, oh, 21 year old. Okay. Um, and I thought he was so hot. I tried to get him to like, date me and he I think he probably would have if I had kind of like been more persuasive but he was like just kind of he was the wild oats he wanted to just kind of be free Mm. but oh my gosh I really liked him and it was kind of like weird like I felt a little weird being like Mm -hmm. does the age thing bother him but then one of my friends knew that bothered me and she had like asked him and he was like nah that's like cool and so after that I was like okay (laughs) I know well the thing is is that I felt weird about it was I was like, but this is sort of like a frequent thing with me. For some reason, I 
like if I'm like, oh, he's really cute, and then they're I'm like, yeah. how old are you? And they're like, twenty two, and I'm like, oh, like why? Yeah. Like you know, no, I um, I can relate to that. That happens to me a lot too, where I'll just be hanging out with people, and mm-hmm. one of the guys I'm like, oh, he's so fun, he's like really cute, and then he ends up being the young one, and I'm like, dang it, I'm such a cradle robber. Well, like, but you know what it is? I think it's not our fault. This is my theory. <laughs> okay, tell me. <laughs> Do you know how old Leonardo DiCaprio was when he filmed Titanic? Was he like 12? Because he looked like he was 12. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was 22. Oh. 22 or 21. I think, I know he had a birthday. Okay, that was not what I was thinking. Him and Kate had a birthday. Um, So we've been like, you know, since the 90s, since we were like seven or eight been Mm -hmm. infatuated with boys that are in their early 20s yeah that's true good point it's not us it's not us hollywood is has told us what to like yeah (laughs) i know yeah yeah so that's yeah it's not our fault yeah i do i do i'm with you i really like the energy of young men but i i I think i need an older guy (laughs) see i probably think i need an older guy too um yeah i just I don't know. You just don't want one. You, you need him, <laughs> but you don't want one. <laughs> I need a Mr. Knightley because he is, like, mm. older but still, like, he puts you in your place. And I need yes. that. I love that. I yeah. love being I love being put in my place. Oh, but obviously only when it's, like, necessary. You know, obviously. Yeah, he can't be a jerk about it. But No, 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 no. But, yeah, but, like, he put Emma in her place so many times, but that was justified. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, yeah. no, she's I a agree. snob. <laughs> well, and I think that's one of the reasons I like that book, because it is such a good matching of the two, the love interest with the mm-hmm. heroine of the book and, like, mm-hmm. how they complement each other and they really support each other. But that, that also means that they have the moments of being like, hey, you're out of line, you know. Exactly. And well, like and that. he was out. He, but I like that he wasn't perfect either. He was out of line, too, at certain points. Yeah, yeah. You know, and well, so they complemented each other that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and to bring that back to, like, the age gap, like, I really do appreciate, like, I can be – this might be hard to believe, but I can be a little overpowering sometimes. And I appreciate when I'm with a man who can kind of let me be cray cray and then mm-hmm. kind of be like, okay, homegirl, bring it in. Yeah. Like, Bre- reel it in. You know reel what I mean? It in. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. I know. Well, um, my mom, she's like, I want you to be with like someone that's like 35 or 36, you know, a little more mature yeah. in his faith. <laughs> <laughs> Moms always want that. <laughs> I know. I know, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the <laughs> oldest you've dated then? Do you have an age gap that way? Let me think. Oh, I, d- I went to on a date with a guy. He was, I was 29. I mean, you know, uh-huh. so long ago. But <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 30 in October, you guys. So uh, he was oh. uh, 39. So it was 10 years. And I just okay. felt, I, he was so nice, so great. I just felt so weird because I could not stop thinking about my brother. And I know that sounds oh. weird because my brother <laughs> is 10 years older than me. So I just was okay. like, oh, my God, like, I can't – I don't know what it is. Like, But that that's the weird thing is, is that I've been on dates with, like, guys that were older than my sister. But, like, why did I not – you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why that bothered me so much. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think – I don't know. 
we have our preferences, but yeah. I think sometimes the reality well, of it is kind of like weird. Like I totally would have gone on more dates with him, but the I have like kind of a list of things that are like super important to me in a guy. Um, mm-hmm. And as I get older, I just it's like why like he he wasn't religious and so that was like a big thing that like I can't mm-hmm. like you weren't just gonna be on the same page I can't get pat like I can't because I want to raise my kids like with my faith and with you know I want that to be our foundation and our backbone yeah. so if he's not religious then we can't really like start that and some of my friends think I'm like super weird for that and okay well <laughs> I mean it's makes- like uh, okay yeah. whatever I mean, this is coming from another religious girl, but I think it makes sense because if the point of dating is to find somebody that you want to like build a future with, then you Mm -hmm. do have to have certain things you're on the same page with. Otherwise it'll just kind Mm -hmm. of, you won't be matched up, you know? I know. Well, and it's like, you need to, if if that's such a big foundation, I mean, I mean, it's hard to get past that, I think. Yeah. No, totally. Um, and I I mean, like, of course, when I was younger, like, in my early 20s, I was like, oh, like, if I don't care, like, you know, I mean, I did care. Like, I wanted them to be Christian, but I had the stupid mentality of thinking, oh, he can change. He'll change. I'll, like, we'll get yeah. him. We'll get him there. We'll get him there. No. Mm-hmm. Girl. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> there are certain exceptions to the rule, but, girl, you ain't going to get him there. Like, you, like, just don't. You know, there are, you got to let him get there on his own. And then if he Mm -hmm. meets you there, that's great. Cause that I've seen that happen with some like relationships, but yeah, Yeah. no, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta let him get there on his own. You can't. I agree. Ah, so you can't, nobody wants to be pushed into something. So no, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. For sure. But yeah. So 10 years. (laughs) <laughs> Ten years is a big chunk. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's substantial. I know, but you so. avoided the question about what's your biggest age gap because oh, oh, me. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so the biggest age gap that I've ever like dated or been in a relationship is eight years. Uh huh. And that that was like. I don't know. Sometimes it would come into play. Like sometimes I'd be like, no, that wasn't like, that wasn't my childhood. That was yours. You know, like we Mm kind of talk about that. Mm -hmm. I did recently just get set up on a date with somebody (laughs) who is 47 (laughs) to my 31. So that is weird to me. (laughs) He was really nice. And I think I'll I'll go out with him again, but Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, that, I, I, I just I like, anticipate that being weird. Well, I probably would have to not know the age gap until like yeah. I would probably like go out first and then like but I don't know if yeah. I like if I knew the age gap I might be like, Oh my god, like he has a he no, that was really, about like, rheumatism in his shoulder, you know? <laughs> I exactly. love that line that Marianne, that's a, guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, because some of you probably don't, but, and then the ones that do are probably like, oh my God, yay. But that's Marianne Dashwood. She complains about that with Colonel Brandon. Because he's much older than her. Yes. Who he um, is interested in her. And she's like, at first she's like, uh, no, but then, you know. Yeah. So, so she's like, he complained of a rheumatism in his shoulder. And mm-hmm. then her sister, Eleanor, is like, a slight ache is what oh, he said. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, that was funny. And it was funny, my experience, because I got set up from somebody at church mm-hmm. who is in his 50s. And he was like, oh, it's like this friend that I really think you guys would click with. So we, we had dinner at their house. And I was like fully anticipating it to be much weirder because going into it, knowing who was setting me up, I was like, I have conversations with his kids easier than I have conversations with him. So this will be weird. But then it it was really nice and he was cool. And he doesn't look in my mind how I think a 47-year-old should look who's younger. Like I would have guessed he was like 37. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) If there's a second date, we'll see about it. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Uh, I know. When you told me about that, I was like, oh, gosh. I don't know. But I know. I mean – I always say I I would have gone to, I totally would have gone because I think Mm -hmm. it's dumb to not go on a date with somebody because of that. You know, I think like, yeah, you should go. You know, age really, it does play a role, but I don't think it plays like a deciding role necessarily. I think Mm -hmm. that's something that's added into like the pros and cons. And I do not think that maturity is linked to age strictly. No, so no, it's not. You know, Mm-mm, no. You just, you just go with it. I uh-uh, know. I know, like sixty-year-olds that are like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I mean, Such that's idiot. that's an opinion. That's an opinion, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, but <laughs> sounds like a fact to me. But that's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. I love that. I love that. Oh yes. Um, so okay, so should coming, we talk about what Jane Austen characters are we most like? Do you think we should talk about that? Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, cool. Or what were you gonna yeah. say? Um, well, I was just gonna say our time timing that we want to our window that we want to stay oh, within it is. is gonna yeah, it's gonna it come was up gonna soon, end. So. Oh okay, okay. Well, it it'll like, end eventually, but <laughs> well, it feels like we've been like talking for like two two minutes, so. That's fun. I know. That's always good. <laughs> I, I mean, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I know. It's so fun. Okay, perfect. Well, I guess we don't need to, like, fill up anymore. Wow, that's crazy. We could just keep this going for, like, two hours. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is going to be the easiest thing I've ever done. I know. Talking. <laughs> I know. Well, this part's fun. It's the editing that I'm freaked out about. But Oh, my gosh. Right? Uh, uh, you know. Um, okay, so you guys, thank you for listening to this one again. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said at the beginning, we do want to know the kind of stuff that you are looking for that you would like to hear us talk about. So send us any suggestions. Yes, please um, do. Yes. First, um, follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is T with Claudia and B. Wait, no, it's not. Um, it's <laughs> just kidding. That's not our Instagram page. <laughs> it's it's a <laughs> It's what is Claudia it? Is it Claudia and, and B? then underscore, oh yeah, underscore B and then underscore pod. Okay, Claudia yeah. B pod. So yeah, follow us like, there. Yeah, yeah, Claudia underscore B underscore pod, and then my okay. Instagram is Claude Hop Seven. Oh and yeah, then, let's do the individuals. Yeah, individuals. Mine, <laughs> <laughs> mine is B likes the number two talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because B does like to talk. Yes, I love it. I love it. And then yeah. we are. Um, we also have a Facebook page, and that one I believe is just Tea with Claudia and B. Let me look. I think so. Yeah. So Perfect. that one on yeah. Instagram, 
we have is tea with Claudia and B. So okay, um, so like oh, our pages, yeah, follow okay. us, mm-hmm. and send us any suggestions you have. Um, we mm-hmm. do love feedback. I mean, yes. make sure you give us a compliment and with the feedback, of but course, we like feedback. Like <laughs> say how like hot we sound and yeah, <laughs> yeah, say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my um, gosh. Tell us, also tell us what your biggest age gap in dating is. I'm curious. Yeah, exactly. And what know. that was like. And if you, yeah. you know, like that. Or do you prefer younger or older? Mm, or yeah. does it just matter what's in their heart? Probably. Well, we know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for me, it's like, I just, you know, I just want someone that is true to their word and. I don't know. I care about, I care about now that I'm older and have been through a lot of crap. I'm like, "Mm, I care about facts. (laughs) Yeah. True. (laughs) You know what I mean? mean, I'm like, let let me see. Your list definitely changes as you get older. Uh Like I just want somebody who will think I'm adorable unconditionally, compliment me from sunup till sundown and feed me when I'm hungry. That's all I want. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I don't think that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to look at your family history. I'm like, okay, well, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently somebody didn't get the attention. During- <laughs> <laughs> I got to look at that. I got to see. Yeah. Just because I don't know. I just. No, I'm, you're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. It, that's a big thing there- too. There well, is a lot to that, like their I'm, family dynamic, your family dynamic, mm-hmm. Well, and it's like I'm not saying that that is a deal breaker. I'm just saying it's something to be aware of because it's, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, because there are, there are great people that come out of a sketchy family history, but sometimes mm-hmm. they're not so great or they seem like they're great even though they, I don't know, it just... Yeah. It just depends. No, you're right. Yeah. Like totally. my, my father is like a clear, like a very good example of someone who had a really like crazy family history, but pulled himself up and like is like incredible, you know, like oh, he did. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will see you guys or see, well, I guess if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see us, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for listening again. We're having fun. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and follow us on the Insta Facebook. Yes. Facebook. Um, we are, we, I really want to do, um, like tea time Facebook lives. I think that'd be fun yeah, where you yeah. can drink tea and be like, Hey, what's up? But of course, mm-hmm. after we like, we have to like, have the post post the podcast first for people to listen and then like you know i'm yeah. just like let's all be friends <laughs> yes and if you did enjoy this please send um writers uh whatever subscription write a review on the podcast yeah. like it follow subscribe all those things i mean we all know about those things but do them for us we need you guys yeah so, so fun we're excited to like yeah. have these edited and posted for you to listen and hear what you guys yeah. think and all that so super <laughs> fun Okay. Okay, guys. All right. We will see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Okay.